Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back and happy Valentine's Day to everyone. It is February, the, what is the date today, Julie? February the 12th, the 11th? The 14th. I know, February the 14th, 2014. So, Welcome back to Tim and Julie Harris's Real Estate Coaching Radio, and I want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you who have been listening and listening live and in replay. We are exceeding our goals for unique listens, and we really, really appreciate that. Our goal was in, within the first 30 days of broadcasting to have over 10,000 unique listens, and I think we're well on our way to accomplishing that goal. So we have been going over um, a lot of what seems to be very uh, motivational points uh, with regards to how to get unstuck, how to stay motivated every day. We've been talking about that for the past three days, and we are going to resume that topic on Monday. Because today, like every Friday, being that today is Friday, the topic of the show is your toughest real estate questions answered. And what I did is I polled our customer service staff, and I asked our other coaches, and of course Julie and myself, and we've been keeping track of all the questions we've been getting from all of our current students and all of the future students. By the way, the definition of a <laughs> the definition of all of you, uh, some of you guys are all realtors, is you are either a current coaching student or you will be a coaching student. So our assumption is is that you are either in one of our coaching programs or you will soon be in one of our coaching programs. So with that in mind, we've taken a summary, I think, of the questions that we've received. Some of them are more technical in nature and others are more general that I think will appeal to most of you. So in any event, I'm going to get to those questions in a second. But before I do, I wanted to ask Julie, as I like to do on the top of every one of these calls, to share with all of you something from her coaching schedule, something from one of her clients, something that hopefully will be beneficial to all of our thousands of listeners. Well, it's a very good question as always, and maybe a controversial answer this time, maybe not. You'll have to let me know. I had an interesting call with a brand new student, and really the call was all about living on the edge financially as a real estate person. And we talked about how it's not just when you're new, it's not just when a deal dies, even the most grizzled veterans have some dry times now and then. I mean, this, on this show, we promise to be honest and talk about real-world stuff, right? So we talked about this plan that you and I do from time to time with coaching clients. And i got to say, we've been there. Our coaches have been there. We have walked in your shoes. We know what it's like to have a deal die and wonder, you know, what's that going to do to your cash flow next month? And how do you get more stuff together? So we discussed survival plan stuff. And we talked about how the, it's interesting, Tim, that the things that agents will do when they have to, they always work, right? Stuff that, you know, has worked forever that, you know, it, it works whether you're in survival mode or not. So the things that well, you okay, do hold on. So because you I'm, have to you, are also the same things that work anyway. <laughs> okay, so what I'm hearing you say is you have, and I've certainly received calls like this too. By the way, if you guys want a free coaching call, preference is given to our existing students and those of you who are ready to become students. So in other words, all of you who are listening today live and in replay, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Again, it's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So what Julie is talking about is a plan that we put in place specifically for those of you who are walking that knife's edge who want to basically take fast action so you don't end up having to be a Walmart greeter, right? Nothing exactly. to be wrong with being a Walmart greeter, but you didn't get your real not estate really license. not really a career, though. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, for some, I suppose it is. So what we do have is a what we call a survival plan, and if those of you who are needing a survival plan, obviously request a free coaching call through the free coaching calls for agents.com. And you know what, Jules, the survival plan might be a good topic for an upcoming radio show, too. Sure. I have the outline right here, as a matter of fact. All right. But yes, we can cool. certainly do that. So we are going to be getting to your toughest real estate questions. And, again, it's not too late for you to submit your question today for Julie and I to uh, share with the audience and answer directly. So what follows is a real quick commercial on how you can get in contact with us today during this live radio show. 
listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. Are you ready to ask Tim and Julie your toughest real estate sales, business, or lead generation question? Call us now at 347-857-1195 or email your question to questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Now, back to Tim and Julie Harris. So again, if you want to reach us directly, please do so by calling one three four seven eight five seven one one nine five, or you can email your questions to questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. So I have to say, I, of the free coaching calls I've had this week and of the coaching calls I've had with those of you who are new students here at the university, one of the things I find most encouraging is we talk about this a little bit every day, but what I find most encouraging is the number of you who've got your heads screwed on straight with regards to how to approach this industry. And, you know, I think that you guys right now who are entering the industry are entering the industry probably in the best time to be in the real estate business of our lifetimes. I mean that truthfully. And the reason is is because never has there been such a time or such an opportunity to with really relatively speaking not a lot of uh, high-level – well, here, let me give you – I'll give you a more specific example. You can get into the real estate coaching in, – or I'm sorry, real estate business right now, and you can, with applying not a whole heck of a lot of effort, make a tremendous amount of money. Now, what's the difference between now and, say, 20 years ago or 10 years ago? Before, if you knew, like, a really powerful center of influence or past client, or if you worked in a neighborhood, or if you were embedded into a community because you were a teacher or because you were a nurse or something like that, generally speaking, you could make a pretty decent living, and in some cases, you still can. But nowadays, if you know some, I would say, 2014-era prospecting lead generation techniques, if you're aware of what truly works when lead generating, all the different spokes that we teach you, then you will have what really truly is an unfair advantage in your marketplace. So I am very encouraged by the numbers of you who are entering into the industry, who are not just entering into the industry as sort of a social thing to fill your calendar or looking to just basically earn some money over the summer, which is the way it has been historically. You have a lot of part-timers. I'm talking with people that are, you know, listen, Tim, I have decided to make this my career or I was in these previous careers and I've always wanted to do this. And this is what I'm bringing as far as my education, my background, and my previous experience to the real estate industry. How do I apply my past work experience to this industry? How do I really make it so that I get ahead of the competition right away? I don't want to, you know, the other thing I'm hearing a lot of, Julie, is a lot of people that are really sick and tired of being told that it's going to take two years and a, you know, oh, the requirement that they have some big, huge center of influence and past client list before they actually mm-hmm. make any money. People are coming into business and say, heck no, I'm not going to wait two years, and I don't what have a COI past client list. What is that? Well, I mean, yeah. isn't that the standard answer, though, that brokers give most cases? I know. And why do they do that? To lower the expectations, which is not That's cool right. if you ask me. I had a fun free coaching call this morning with a guy from Manhattan, and he was talking about the fact, and this guy was not even 30 years old yet, and he was doing, you know, he's one of those people that you talk with and you knew right away that he's got that energy and enthusiasm, that willingness, the drive, everything basically I look for in a great coaching client. He had it in spades. So, you know, I was on this call with him, and, and he was telling me about all the things that he believed were standing in the way of him becoming more successful. And one of the things that he said, which is really kind of interesting, is he said, I haven't been in the business but two years. I don't have a big center of influence and past client list, and I look younger than I actually am. And he's only like 27 or 28. So he said he looks like he's, you know, 17 or whatever. So how do I overcome all these issues? And, you know, the thing is that it was interesting to me. Then I asked him, okay, so how many listing appointments did you uh, set last year? Now, he's in Manhattan. He was working as part of a team as a buyer's agent, so I wasn't expecting a really huge number. Then he told me it was 11. And I said, okay, well, what was the, you know, getting a sense of it, what was the average sale price of those listing appointments that you set? And it was millions and millions of dollars. So where did those listing appointments come from? And he told me. And guess what? None of them came from the traditional means of, process, or of, 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 of listing appointments. They all came from basically some of these new things that we're teaching agents how to do, use, using new scripts and dialogues and systems. And here's the amazing part. Every single one of those listing appointments he went on, those people had previous relationships with other realtors. They knew other realtors, but they chose him because of his energy and enthusiasm. They chose him because of the fact he hadn't been in the industry forever. And these people were looking for someone with essentially a new, fresh approach to the business. 
So in other words, his mindset up to that point was my lack of experience and my youthfulness is a disadvantage, whereas the reality of it is is his lack of experience and youthfulness is an advantage. Now, the flip side to it, let's say you're entering the business and you're in your 60s. And you're thinking, well, I don't necessarily look youthful like the guy Tim was just talking about. I'm not 27, you know, but I have a lack of experience. I've only been in the business for a while. Well, but here's the flip side to that. Your time in the business, even if it is short, could be used as an attribute. If you explain to the sellers, the simple fact is, Mr. Seller, yes, I haven't been in the business for as long as the other people you're comparing me to, but here's why it's advantageous to you. If you've been in the business for a long period of time selling real estate, chances are you're doing things that are frankly way outdated. In other words, they worked maybe 20 or 30 years ago, but they don't work now. My focus is what's working now to get homes sold in the shortest period of time for the most money, resulting in the largest net check for you. Not maybe doing some of the things that these older agents were doing or these agents that have been in the business forever, maybe that have become a little bit complacent. And here's another little interesting thing. I asked him whether he perceived that those sellers he was talking with were um, a little bit disenfranchised with the agents who had the dominant market share because the agents had adapted a mindset of entitlement. In other words, they were approaching these agents that had this dominant market share in this particular area in Manhattan, were approaching those sellers like, I am number one, I am entitled to this business. And I asked him if he perceived that on all of his appointments, and he said every single one of those appointments he went on, they all said something to the effect that, yes, that is a, uh, a, an annoyance of, uh, of these other agents I'm, inter I'm interviewing. And, and that very – there's another little differentiator. Mr. Seller, listen, I am new in the business, or I've only been in the business for 24 months, but I don't feel entitled to your business. I'm going to work every single day to earn your business, whereas these other agents just assume you're going to list with them just because they've been in the market forever. Well, who would you rather have? So there's, there's all kinds of different ways to approach offsetting what you perceive to be a competitive disadvantage if you think it through. Now, you have to have the chops to back it up. You have to have the presentation skills. You have to know how to overcome objections. But whatever your mindset is about your current situation, about the limitations that you're imposing on yourself, or in many cases other people are imposing on you, going back to the fact that our, in our industry – it's often assumed that you have to be in the business for at least 24 months and assumed that you're not going to be successful until you have X hundred or thousand people in your centers of influence and past client list. Set all that old, outdated BS information aside and realize that right now, provided you're taking the right actions, the opportunities in front of you, they're really, truly limitless. Does that make sense, Julie? Absolutely, it does. It's, it has to do with being conscious with what you do have going for you. Adding a good bit of skill, yes, absolutely everything we've talked about does require skill. What in life that you get paid for doesn't require skill? So you've got to come to terms with that and be okay with it and look at some of the points that we've discussed this week. You know, Don't be one foot in, one foot out. You're either going to be successful in real estate or go do something else. You know, I think, Tim, one of the main things is Agents get in their head with all these things you're talking about where their brokers say, well, you know, you don't really have a center of influence, you're too young, you look too young, all these things, right? Before long, they start making excuses. Well, I guess that I should expect six months before I do anything real. That's not acceptable. You wouldn't approach anything else in life like that. So look at what you have going for you. Take advantage of that. Add some skill to it. And it shouldn't be more than, I mean, you know, once people are in coaching and they're implementing and they're actually doing dollar productive things and improving their skill. That's why we say, you know, earn while you learn. You don't have to be perfect at things, but you do have to be implementing along the way. So, yeah, well, so I you totally appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. You told me about a free coaching call that you did, and someone else enrolled one of our coaching programs. And this person had come from another coaching program where they were told basically to run ads. And you, I mean, pick it up from there. You were just telling me about this over lunch. You know, letters, ads, postcards, different ways to kind of, you know, his perception was that they were tricking people into calling for free information when, in fact, they were trying to get listing leads and it was just too convoluted of a process, right? And so my question to him was, if you knew who has to sell their house today in your market versus the shotgun approach, throwing some stuff out there and waiting, seeing how it happens, and, you know, of course, yes, marketing does work, but 
Is it predictable? Can you tell me how many listing people, how many listing leads will call every time? No, it's not that predictable. So what if you knew that there were 10 expired listings, for example, all of whom to me, they're raising their hand, not just saying I have a house to sell, but I'm willing to list it, right? Why wouldn't you spend this afternoon talking to them, which is, by well, the way, free, for right, example? But what That's you, just what one you example. Right, but what you specifically said, which I thought was interesting and worth repeating, is that these people had been with this other coaching company. They've been, you know, basically told to run all these ads. They did as they were set, as they were told. The ads, the everything, all this, you know, expensive marketing didn't work. And you said well, not only did they obviously quit the other coaching program, mm -hmm. right? You said they also basically quit the coaching program, having owed a lot of money on a credit card to pay for all the ads that yeah. didn't work. Correct? Exactly. Well, and that's not yeah. an unusual call for us either. No, it, you know, <laughs> I was reading another article this morning online, actually, where it's talking about the average. There's agents out there, Julie, uh, that are spending 270 to $370 a month right now for the status on websites. Call it Premier Agent, call it whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting. I wonder how many agents are paying that amount of money. There's approximately 50,000 agents that are paying $270 a month right now to Zillow to be premier agents or platinum agents or whatever they're called. And I'm sure for some of those agents it's working brilliantly. Absolutely positively sure. But I how is it possible that those many that fifty thousand agents are spending two hundred and seventy dollars a month for for essentially what amounts to buyer leads? I don't conceptually understand how there could be you know that's just Zillow. Truly it's got the same number of people. I mean all these mm -hmm. agents that are out there that are willing to spend that much money to generate right. buyer leads, which frankly are the easiest Probably things the in the world to generate. Same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, well, I don't I, understand. I, I honestly don't. I don't get that. I don't get it either. I mean, why would yeah. you spend money to generate buyer leads? Buyer leads are the easiest thing in the world to generate. Uh, I mean, Absolutely. Julie, have you ever run into anybody that could actually explain why they do that? Why they pay for the leads, opposed to just doing it themselves? I don't know. I guess it's if you don't have if you don't have that knowledge of how to go about it, which really is on the basic level of real estate. I, I look at it as an act of desperation and laziness, honestly, because it's easier to you know give up your credit card number than it is to develop skill. And but in this case, we're not even talking about a super high level of skill. I you know I always tell the story. All you have to do to get buyer leads is basically leave your house and talk about real estate. You know, yeah, every time sure. I go to our mailbox and, you know, at our place in Laguna, for example, where people hang out and talk about, you know, what have you, practically every time somebody asks me about short sales, loan mods, investing, you know, should they get a rent or shouldn't they, what's their place worth, it's ridiculous. And they don't even know what coaching is. They just think I'm, quote, in real estate, right? What <laughs> if you? What if our students, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's that challenging, but, yes, it does require you to not be a secret agent. So, I guess for some people it's just easier to shell out that money and pray to the real estate gods every month that it'll work. Well, I mean, so again, the topic of today's show, being that it's Friday, isn't basically bash other lead generation companies. <laughs> but the topic we just want of them today to be aware of what's you know right. what they're really I mean, doing. Listen, guys, I personally think from a business perspective that Zillow, Trulia, and Realtor.com are brilliant companies. I really do. I mean, look what they've been able to do. Look at the think about how they've been able to essentially get agents and MOSs and everything to put their listings on their websites and not pay them anything for that, you know, which is fine, mm -hmm. and giving the listings more exposure and then selling the leads back to agents. And not just a couple agents, but hundreds of thousands of agents paying hundreds of millions of dollars per year to buy buyer leads. Is, is that a trend or is that really the way the industry is going? Is, is there truly that many agents out there with that much room on their credit cards who can afford to not learn how to generate their own buyer leads, you guys need to explain to me why you're doing that because I really don't get it. I don't understand. And maybe what Julie said is the bottom line. It's just laziness. Ooh, that's such an ugly word. That word always pisses people off. What else would you call it, though? Maybe it's just plain laziness that's causing people to want to you know, succumb to that, thinking that that's the best way for their, them to generate business. So how do you know if those types of things do make sense. Because I'm sure, like I said, for some people it does make sense. And here's the simple, here's the simple way of figuring it out. How much money did you spend to generate the lead? Divided by how many sales you got, assuming you got any from the leads that you paid for. And that will tell you your cost of acquisition per lead. But here's the pisser of it. It doesn't account for the amount of time you spent 
going after all the leads that weren't worth it. It doesn't account sure. for all What's the... What's your time worth? Exactly. So if you just want to look at it purely from a financial perspective, how much did you pay for each of those leads? How many of those leads actually monetized? So if you're in a market where the average commission is $6,000 and you paid to your various lead generation companies $6,000 for all those buyer leads and you got one sale, well, you basically, you know, you could rationalize that you broke even, but I would argue that you didn't because you still had to spend countless hours of your life where you could have been spending it in front of real buyers and sellers, you know, trying to determine whether or not those buyer leads that you paid for are actually worth anything. Guys, lead generation in real estate, to be honest with you, is the easiest thing in the world. You guys think that buyer and seller leads are hard to get? They're not. They're easy. Lose the idea that buyer and seller leads are hard to get. They're all around you. I remember when I was interviewing Frederick Eklund, who's the number one agent, and he just actually, Julie, yesterday won an award there, the number one team for Prudential yeah. Douglas Solomon. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, one That's of our awesome. superstars. You guys know him from Bravo mm-hmm. TV. So, you know, he said, I walk every day out my front door of my building, and everywhere I go, if they're not, everywhere I go, there's a, cu- a customer. They're either renting a uh, an apartment, you know, as they call them, you know, car, a condo in New York, or they're buying or they're thinking about selling. So everywhere I go, there's a potential client for me. So he doesn't walk around with a mindset. There's a lack of leads, and yet, if I were to walk up to another realtor in that marketplace and say, "Hey, how much will you give me for a listing lead?" How much would you give him? Thousand, ten thousand? Isn't that crazy? Does that really make mm-hmm. sense? Learn to generate your own leads, guys, and get away from the mindset that they're hard to create. They're not. They're easy. It's the easiest thing in the world. By the way, here's a little aha moment for you. How does Realtor.com, Trulia, Zillow, how do they generate buyer leads for you? Let's think about that for a second, Julie. Let's think about that. Let me remember. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. They advertise listings. Hmm. Your listings. Couldn't you do the same thing? Couldn't you, let's let's say you're listless. No listings. Couldn't you go to your broker, your office manager, other agents in your office? Couldn't you actually start advertising their listings, run all the um, ads, I'm sorry, run all the the, uh, lead calls to your 1-800-HOME hotline number? And wouldn't that generate you literally an endless supply of leads, especially if you ran the ads on Craigslist, for example? Wouldn't that absolutely positively create more buyer lead activity for absolutely no money spent that you can shake a stick at? Doesn't that make more sense than $270 a month for 12 months? Doesn't it? I think it does. Maybe I'm wrong. And isn't Argue with that me. what your sellers think you're doing anyway? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So listen, if you want to call in and argue with us, go for it. 866-200-4449. I'm sorry, wrong number. <laughs> the call-in number is uh, 347-857-1195. 347-857-1195, or questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Speaking of questions, the topic of today's radio show is your toughest questions and answered, specifically your toughest coaching questions answered. I wrote down, I think, 20. Some of them are, I think, better than others. So, Julie, you've got the list. Let's just jump right in. But you know sure. what? Before we do, let's take a quick um, coffee break, and then when got we it. come back, we'll get right to your first question. Everyone knows that real estate coaching can be expensive. Most coaching companies charge $1,000 a month and demand that you sign a long-term, ball-and-chain, 12-month contract. But what if there was a proven system that gave you the essentials to almost guarantee your real estate success? The marketing and lead generation systems, centers of influence and past client systems, business systems, scripts, and presentations, everything you need to dominate your real estate market. Real Estate Coaching Essentials is that system, and it's affordable for every agent who's ready to take their business to the next level. For a limited time, Tim and Julie Harris are offering this award-winning program for only $197 a month. You can enroll right now and receive the first seven days for free. That's right. Enroll today and take the next seven days to have complete access to everything you need to build a successful real estate business. Get started today at agentcoachingsecrets.com. Again, that's agentcoachingsecrets.com. 
Okay, we are back. So, Julie, let's jump right in. Let's get to our first questions. And these questions, some of these will take us like two seconds to answer. Others of them will, will turn into probably many coaching sessions in themselves. But, again, anytime you guys need us for anything, honestly, future students, which is all of you who are not yet one of our coaching students or current coaching students, uh, you can always request a free coaching call with freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com free coaching calls for agents.com, and uh, we are rotating our coaches. So each coach has to spend a certain amount of time every month giving free coaching calls. I am in rotation, as is Julie right now, so yes, you could actually get a free coaching call with Julie or myself. What's the website? Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. All right, Julie, so some of these are mechanical questions. Some of these are really, I think, good coaching questions. I'm just going to jump right in. These are in no particular sure. order. Um <laughs> All right, looking at my questions. All right, this is a common question that we get, and this is a little self-serving, but such is the way. Do we require contracts when you become one of our coaching students? And I'll answer that. Heck no, absolutely not. There's no contract. I'm going to say it again. Heck no, absolutely not. There's no contract. You join any of our coaching programs. If for any reason you're not 100% satisfied, you can cancel. No, there's no cancellation fee. No, there's no gotcha when you try to cancel. There's none of those Mickey Mouse games. So the challenge I have for all of you is why would you ever consider signing up with any coaching company that required you sign a 12-month, 6-month contract, whatever it is? Why would you do that? Why would you obligate yourself to pay someone for a product or a service that you don't even know the quality of it? You're just assuming and hoping and praying. Let's say, for example, you sign up with Joe Schmo Coaching, and then you find out later Joe Schmo is a terrible coach, didn't do what he promised, the content of his, whatever, you just don't like it. You want to cancel? Well, because you signed a contract, even if you stop paying, Joe Schmo can sue you. That is how every other coaching, uh, coaching company works. We think that is insane. If we were still actively selling real estate, we would not want to be pressured into signing a long-term ball and chain contract. So when you join one of our coaching programs, no contracts. Anytime you want to cancel, cancel. If you're not 100% satisfied with the job we're doing, cancel. It's fine. That's your decision. You're in control. All right, Jules, next question is, uh, how many students do you guys have? None of your business. That's the answer. Next question, what if I uh, don't know? Seriously, how many students we have? We were told that we are the largest in terms of enrollments uh, coaching company for realtors in the nation. So the answer is thousands. All right, next question. What if I don't want to stay enrolled? Is there any sort of cancellation fee? I've already answered that question, no. Um, all right, now this next question I really like. How, and this one's for you, Jules, how do I know if I'm ready uh, to be coached? Great question. So how do you know? Well, first of all, from the coach's perspective, we say, are you a coachable client? Are you coachable, right? So what does that mean? It means that you have an open mind to doing the things that it takes to move your business forward. It means that you're willing to do things like the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is realestatetreasuremap.com, unless you are one of our existing students, in which case it is included in your coaching. The Real Estate Treasure Map is your business plan, which forces you to actually think about your goals, both financially, education-wise, etc. And then we work backwards. So I always ask our students, paint me a picture. What do you want your business to look like? Then we figure out what do we want your life to look like, What's that going to cost you divided by your average net commission tells me how many deals you need to do, which, by the way, is almost never as many as agents think they have to do well, before but they actually do the math. You, but you, it, said you have to be willing to do those exercises, though, and, or you're not coachable. Go so ahead. you said something there, Julie, basically. It all comes back to whether they're coachable, and then you start giving them an example of one of the exercises you'll take them through. But really what you said there was at the top there was the most important, right? You know, the fact is, is it's really dependent on whether or not, is it more important that you be right or is it more important that you earn money? So when we're doing a free coaching call and we're telling something that they don't want to, somebody something that they don't want to hear, which by the way is part of being a coach, telling something to somebody that they don't want to hear and then making them do it basically or asking them to do it or mm -hmm. coaching them to do it, however you want to phrase it. And when they resist it, when they rather be right or try to prove you wrong or hold to their ways that don't work any longer, you're not right. coachable. Especially, especially when they stick to things. I, the thing that tells me they're not coachable is when they make statements without to back it up. For example, called this morning, oh, there's no short sales in my market anymore. 
oh really, here's a case where I did use Zillow because it's free, great reporting. I look it up, use their zip code. Well, actually, you're completely 100% surrounded by short sales. Were you aware of that? Well, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but I just don't see any. Well, so there's a difference between thinking that there's no short sales in your market because you personally haven't run across any in the past two weeks versus that being a fact that you've researched or not researched, that you're open to the information doing, you know, because we always coach you, take what your market is willing to give you. But if you want to attach yourself to a statement based on nothing, that's a problem. You see what I'm saying? Well, so it, here, it shows uh, an uncoachability because you have a closed mindset. I'll reinforce that because it's a really good point. So another free coaching call I did with another realtor in Manhattan, and this conversation came up about there's no expireds and there's no essentially oh, yeah. there's no there's one. There's never any expireds. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Okay, so in, in, this is in Manhattan. Oh, Tim, you don't understand my market. This is a market where there's rich people, and rich people buy, think, you know, they'll go out and buy a ten million dollar apartment, you know, whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I understand the market. Julie and I have dozens and dozens of coaching clients in the city. We understand. We go there. We know the market. We know all the top producers there. We know the brokers. Okay, we are wired into that market. So listen, here's a little thought for you. In that particular market, do you have any idea? This is a question I asked them. And any Manhattanites, you're listening right now. You're thinking, oh, I'm, you know, basically about to say something that you're not necessarily going to agree with, because you're so decided that your market is bulletproof. Do you, did you have, do you have any idea in Manhattan how many, I don't know, defaulted homeowners there are? How many people are living in their apartments, condos, whatever you want to call them, without ever having made a mortgage payment or not having made a mortgage payment in years? Do you have any idea what percent of Manhattanites are actually in default on their mortgages? Any clue? Well, I know. I don't even, I, I live in Texas. Julie and I live in Austin, Texas. We know. Why don't you, before you decide, that there's no opportunity there, that there's no listings there, that there are no expires there. Why don't you just do a little bit of homework? Here's your answer. Nearly 50%. Don't believe me? Research it yourself. I did. So, so, that's how I found Yeah. I mean, that, that's the I heard that phenomena that we come across a lot, right? So I always ask, like, when I'm teaching scripts or something like that, what are your beliefs about, right? What are your beliefs about BPOs? That's always a loaded question, right? What are your beliefs about for sale by owners? And then when agents actually think about where that came from, oh, I, I, visbos are awful. Really, what is your experience? Have you ever talked to a single one of them? Well, I went to an open house once and they were mean to me. Okay, so let's just draw huge conclusions from that, right? So that's what I look for is, is somebody that's got that open mindset that, you know, is coachable. Is if they're willing everybody? to laugh at no. themselves, if they're willing to laugh at themselves, I mean, when you when they basically have the little epiphany that realize that their thinking is what's holding them back. Well, you were touching on something there too, Julie. The agents who tell agents not to pursue expires and fizzbos and some of the other things that we talk about are the very ones that are making hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars per year doing it, and they're telling all these other agents not to do it because they don't want the competition. <laughs> right. I know that's the secret society of fizzbo loving agents, but that's another call. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, here's another little thought for you, and I, I've, I've been seeing this a lot too. Uh, why is it that societally right now, this is one of those big weird questions that I always come up with in my own head, is that the word competition become a bad word? Why is it that so many people believe, especially in the real estate industry, that we should be some big group of hippies sitting around a campfire saying kumbaya? Why is it that a vast majority of you actually believe that that is how to be successful is being in this constantly cooperative, non-competitive mindset. You know, you do believe that. You're taught that. But I have news for you. The top producing agents in your marketplace or even the moderately producing agents in your marketplace, they embrace competition. They realize they're in competition every single day. People who dumb down or dull or take the edges off that word competition, oh, no, there's no competition. There's only competition with yourself. No, there's competition every single day with the realtor that's also going to be competing for that listing who's going to earn that $30,000 commission check if you don't. So do not tell me there's not competition. Do not – total agents out there listening, please – Embrace the fact that you are in a highly, a highly competitive in, in industry, and for you to be an advantage, have an advantage over your competition, it is 100% dependent on what's going on between your ears, 
what you know, how and the actions you would take applying the knowledge that you know. That is the difference. That's the beauty of this business. To have a competitive advantage, you have to learn and apply your knowledge. It's not a function of necessarily having, you know, if you were a dentist and you wanted to be the most you know, the t- most dominant agent, I'm sorry, dentist in your marketplace, you'd have to in- invest millions of dollars into your medical practice, millions of dollars in marketing and advertising. Did you guys know that dentists had the highest suicide rate of any of the medical professions? You know, a little depressing sure. side note there, but it's true. So you're in an industry where you guys can earn millions of dollars, in some cases tens of millions of dollars per year, and you don't really have to spend a heck of a lot of money to do it, do you? There is competition all around you, but the way you win is by outlearning them and outworking them. If anyone tries to tell you that it's a function of sitting around on your butt and hoping for the universe to deliver that to you, they are full of it. They are well, telling but, you Tim, stuff I never have to compete. All everything I go on is a referral. I'm good. Well, okay, that's fine. And how many transactions did you do last year? How many transactions exactly. did you do the year before? How many transactions did you do the year before that? Right. Notice how the numbers well, do you always remember, the same? Tim, I, here's, here's something that stuck with me from Rory, our broker. And I always hesitate to call him our old broker in case he's listening. He's not our old broker. He's just our old broker, right? No, so, no, he's, he's at this he's point, Rory is probably old, and he is our <laughs> old broker. both. Yes, he's both now. So, you know, you and I came into the office one day, and we had just been on a bunch of listing appointments, and we were all cocky about it. You know, oh, we just took three out of two yeah. listings. You know what he, do you remember? He looked us straight in the eye, and he said, well, you're obviously not going on enough appointments then. Yeah, Meaning, and if you're not hearing no enough, then the, and that's his voice is in my head when I hear agents say, well, why do I have to learn a competitive listing advantage or, you know, listing objection handling? I never have to compete. Well, in order for you to move your business forward and do more than you're doing naturally from your own natural referral base, which for most agents dries up after about 18 months, you do have to learn that. And if you haven't been competing yet, it's because you're not getting good at lead generation and you're not at bat often enough. That's the facts. Yeah, it is the facts. And guess what? Competition is fun. And because when you start to actually well, get to the point where you're when you know how to compete, it's fun. Oh, yeah. When you, know, when you have a presentation, guys, listen, there is such an incredible high that comes from knowing what to say, knowing when to say it, having a listing presentation, having a pre-listing package, knowing what questions to ask. There is such an absolute wonderful feeling that comes from absolutely positively knowing that you're following a process that's going to work because you know your competition is in many cases going to be too disorganized or lazy to be able to compete with you on the level in which you've learned to, to essentially compete. You know, do you have a pre-listing pack? Do you have a pre-qualifi- pre-qualification script? Do you use the pre-listing pack and the pre-qualification script 100% of the time? What are the elements of your pre-qualification script? What are the elements of your pre-listing pack since we're talking about that? Do you have a listing presentation? Do you have a specific process when you're at the seller's house that is unique, that is not like every other agent in your office, that essentially is not just the same Mickey Mouse presentation that the other agents have been doing for decades? Do you have an absolute, positive, unique approach to your marketplace? When you do, nobody can compete with you. And you will get to the point in your marketplace, like Julie and I were experiencing, and this is true, where when the other agents learn they're competing against us, they would just cancel their listing appointments. That's yeah. a true story. That was awesome, too. That is true. It is awesome. <laughs> and, you know, I by the have, way, that is our goal for all of our coaching clients, by the way. You you want your competition, and it is competition. If you have a problem with that word, that is something that's going to result in you having a dramatic decrease in your potential income. Embrace competition. Love competition. Good competition makes you better. You are in a competitive environment constantly, and if you don't if you don't get that, Request a free coaching call, and I'll convince you of it. Free coaching calls for agents.com. All right, so we're going to get back to questions. Uh, let me check to see if there's any call-in listeners. Again, if you want to call in, it's 347-857-1195. Julie and I are being a little bit extra, I would say, aggressive today because we've had a lot of really great coaching calls this week because we're getting a lot of really great feedback on the radio show. And I know you guys don't want us essentially giving you, you know, easy serve, soft, easy to eat information. You want the real information. You want the steak. You want the stuff that's actually going to put you in the position of making money, and that's what this radio show is all about. So, Julie, before we get to the next question, I'm going to take a real quick break, and then we will get right back. 
right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you're asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where do they learn what they know? And more importantly, how do they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven, market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, and thank you, Rochelle. Okay, we are back. So we're going to go through some more of these questions that we've been receiving uh, from you guys. And remember, we're going to pick up on Monday with the topic that we've been covering this past week, how to get unstuck and stay motivated every day. So the next question, again, some of these are just basically technical questions. What are your coaching – Where you, as far as coaching program prices, are classes – like our short sale training, uh, tech training, uh, REO, BPO, those classes start at only $97 a month. Okay, Again, no contracts. You can join any time. The coaching programs start out, and that's the first coaching program is Real Estate Coaching Essentials, Real Estate Coaching Essentials, and that program starts out at $197 a month. And then and it, for a the next level up from that is called Advanced, and Advanced is – 397 a month and when you enroll in that class you not only get real estate coaching essentials for free but you also get direct contact with your own Tim and Julie Harris real estate coach and then the level above that is called breakthrough and breakthrough you get everything you got in the first two levels so you get all the content from real estate coaching essentials all the videos and you know all the different levels all the presentations all the books all the downloadable audios I mean there's just tons and tons of information and you get a weekly call with your coach so Basically, and that, that program is $7.99 a month. So our coaching programs start out at $97 a month for the classes and move up to $7.99 a month. And the fact is, is that these coaching programs really are a fit for anybody's needs as far as the education they're looking for. And a lot of people, honestly, they start out at Real Estate Coaching Essentials or they start out at that um, um, intermediate program, and then they essentially they'll progress up as they make more money. And that's what we suggest. So start out at Real Estate Coaching Essentials. It's only $1.97 a month. And when you get the cash flow flowing, then you can upgrade. Or if you're already in your business and you're doing well, go ahead and start it at the breakthrough level. And then if you find out that, you know, maybe in the fall and the winter you want to cut back a little bit, you can kind of downgrade to one of the other programs. It's completely up to you. Remember, we don't have contracts, and so it's very, very easy. All right, next question we get. This, this question we got probably about 20 times a week. Are you associated with the National Association of Realtors? And the answer is yes. We are affiliates of the National Association of Realtors. Um, we 
sell all the National Association of Realtors designations and all those um, programs and great trainings that they offer. So anything like that, you can find that on our website, timandjulieharris.com. Next coaching, our next question is, do you teach over-the-phone prospecting, Julie? Yes, absolutely, of course, but it depends. I have some clients that came to their first coaching call that said, no matter what, I will never cold call. I'm not going to do that. So for them, we figure out other strategies, and that's one of the things that makes us unique is that we're not going to put the square hole, square peg in the round hole if that's not your cup of tea. But yes, of course we teach over-the-phone prospecting, and not just with you know, age-old scripts that you can buy for free. We teach you the real deal, talking to real people in your real market based on real market situations and, you know, currently what's happening out there. So the answer, yes, of course. Yes, simple enough. Yes, over-the-phone prospecting is something that all of you should have as one of your fundamental spokes in your lead generation wheel. Um, and again, it is something that you can, uh, again, our difference, I think, is A, our scripts are unique. They're designed for sort of this generation of buyers and sellers. But also, in addition to that, we don't demand that you memorize the scripts. We do ask that you internalize them. And then we absolutely positively want you to personalize the scripts because you can't use somebody else's words. What works in Manhattan won't work in, say, for example, L.A., you know, in L.A., you better throw the word dude into about every other conversation, right? right. Or other, every other sentence. Whereas if you say dude when you're in New York, well, that's not going to work too well for you. No, so, so you better say y'all just, if you're in Texas. That's right. Or ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Julie, but, you know, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Well, you know, Julie became Miss Julie, which I thought was hilarious. Yes, Miss Julie. <laughs> well, but the Ms. point Julie. is that we allow you to personalize once you have internalized it's normal to be yourself. I always tell people, be yourself talking about real estate, but learn the theme of the scripts, right? That's what makes a huge difference. So, yes, you are allowed to personalize. We're not going to say every word verbatim, no matter what, or you're terrible. That, that That's just right. doesn't make any sense. And I think you guys get wound up sometimes being worried about that, and it causes you not to listen to who you're actually talking to. So we do a lot of work on that. Well, but, Julie, there is another uh, one of our competitors – who is basically they're only they teach agents to be one spoke wonders and the one yeah. spoke is only over the phone prospecting mm-hmm. and also part of this coaching program and you guys know probably who I'm talking to is mm-hmm. you are beaten over the head with a uh, with a board with nails in it rusty nails with that <laughs> right. if you do not say the script exactly the way it's supposed to be said Verbatim. and if you change it at all you are a loser so you guys that doesn't work and the reason that so many yeah. of you wash out of a program like that is because it's not it doesn't really make sense for you some people robots for example might be able to do that might be able to say the script exactly might be able to be like you know when you're using Siri on your 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 phone where she doesn't ever understand every third word that you say I mean, the complications that come with basically trying to use somebody else's speech patterns and vernacular in your own market, it's going to feel uncomfortable, so the words are never going to come out right. No kidding. You're not going to get very good results. All right. Yeah, well, so stop Next, lying but, to yourself if that's you, that someday you'll just you know, turn the corner and all of a sudden be comfortable saying that stuff. If you haven't yet, you're not going to, so make a change to make more money. Getting back to the point before is if you're – yeah, I mean, exactly. If you're paying for leads – are you actually making money for the money you're spending? Do you know how to figure it out? And if you're paying another coaching company to teach you how to do something, how do you know if it's – you know, here's a, here's a fun fact. How many of the people that are in the, say, for example, prospecting-only coaching program, how many of them are actually on the phone every week with their coach talking about something other than over-the-phone prospecting because they won't do it? Mm-hmm. You no? Know, a lot. How productive is that exactly? Exactly. All right, so next question is, Julie – do you guys mm-hmm. teach past client centers of influence and uh, lead generation ideas? Yes, absolutely. Would you like to <laughs> Okay, <elaborate>? there you go. <laughs> well, you can elaborate, sure. I mean, but least that's one of the spokes. It's not shouldn't be your only spoke. And, and no. you know what? We need to – the question is – I just looked at the list. The question that's coming mm-hmm. up, what do we mean by spokes on the wheel, which I'll get to in a second. So, Julie, talk a little bit about – the fallacy and the thinking that you can just essentially work your centers of influence and past clients and somehow build a scalable, duplicatable, ever-increasing real estate practice? Well, look, if 100% of your past clients and center of influence wanted to buy and sell 100% of the time, you'd be set. (laughs) That's right. But that's not the case, right? We're always, you know, we're training them to send referrals. Absolutely, that has value. So what we teach you to do is to adopt two to three different methods of systematizing and automating some level of communication. We teach scripts for when you're face-to-face and over the phone. 
and how to keep that going. One of the biggest mistakes, uh, one of, you know, number one agent in San Diego said after 2,000 closings when we were interviewing him, one of our events at the Montage, we asked, what is the biggest mistake you would say looking back? And he said, not talking to my past clients, especially now that I have over 2,000 of them. So yes, we believe in doing that, but that's just one spoke, not the only spoke. Right, exactly. And, you know, you guys have to remember, think about this, because this will be an epiphany for a lot of you. Those of you who are subscribers to the belief that you can run a strictly buy-referral real estate practice and somehow magically that will work for you because you have this exclusive private your list only Mm -hmm. of people who blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Those same people that are in your list are in the list of probably 100 other agents, especially if those prospective buyers or sellers have been online filling filling out forms. So they're getting communications from every single agent you probably know. And when you send them forget-me-not seeds, so are 10 other agents. When you're dropping off a pumpkin pie at their house in October, so are 10 other agents. When you're doing all these dropping all these tchotchkes off and basically trying to woo them by giving them away free little goofy things, so are 10 of other agents. There's nothing unique about what you're doing. And what's more is the sellers probably aren't going to be able to tell you or want to tell you that, hey, guess what, you're the 10th person to drop by with a pop-in today or over this past week, and or is it you guys are all kind of using the exact same system, saying the exact same thing. How does that make any sense? And please don't mail me any more forget-me-not seeds. That kind of thing is actually what happens. That is what is happening in the marketplace when so many agents in a geographic area who believe that their list is somehow their list and other agents have those same people on their centers of influence list start doing the same thing. It becomes ridiculous. So, again, guys, use some common sense. It really does make sense that you need to have multiple spokes on your wheel. So, next question, Julie, explain the spokes analogy. We always receive that question, and when people get it, I have to say that is powerful. So, please explain what we mean by spokes on the wheel. Sure. So, imagine a simple bicycle wheel, and you have one, albeit possibly strong, spoke on your front wheel. Well, can you ride that bike? Well, you can. You're not going to go that fast. You can truck along. You'll do okay. But what happens when you hit a speed bump or a rock in the road? In real estate, that could be a snowstorm, a, an epic real estate recession. Choose your bump in the road. And you've only got that one spoke. Well, of course, you wipe out, don't you? Some of you guys are more or less familiar with this. What happens if you have 8, 10, 12 super strong titanium spokes in that same wheel and you hit that same pebble or speed bump? You probably don't even notice that you went right over it. It's smooth sailing because you have backup spokes, don't you? You're in good shape. So in real estate, spokes are your pipelines of business. And the issue that agents have, Tim, these agents that we've lovingly nicknamed samplers, is they like to believe that if they go from thing to thing or silver bullet to silver bullet, and it's easy to believe because everybody tries to sell you on that, if you just do this one, you know, you can just, if you just buy your buyer leads online, you'll be set forever. You're, you'll be taken care of. Or maybe you'll just believe that you keep on getting referrals, but then there's a speed bump, and you know. Well, you know, here's a fun, here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. So, what happens if the person selling you, the company selling you those buyer leads online, what happens if they decide to wake up one day and say, you know what, we're not going to sell you, you know, ten leads a month for two hundred and eighty bucks. What we're going to do from now on is we're going to make you pay us a thirty-five percent referral fee, and you have never mm-hmm. learned how to lead generate on your own. Then what happens to you? And if you yeah. don't think that'll happen, of course that'll happen. Busted of course spoke, that's, that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, some of these REO agents where the company that they were having a gravy train with got taken over by FDIC, shut down, and doesn't exist anymore. How fun is that? Some of you guys experienced that with three – there were three or four big BPO mills that that happened, where you woke up one day, you they were owed all of this money. You'll never get paid on that, and it was your only spoke. So hey, some Julie, of you guys next, are more familiar. Go ahead. Sorry. Julie, go to the next spoke. I need to take care of something, okay? Go to the next spoke. All right. You mean I'm sorry. Question? Go to the next point. In your no- yeah, all right. Good. Question, sorry. So next question, do you have any agents whom I can contact for a reference? Yes, very easy to do. I want you to go to superstarinterviews.com, superstarinterviews.com, spelled out normally. And you can not only listen to those interviews, which generally last from 40 to maybe 60 minutes, great interviews, but you can also contact each and every one of those students of ours. So please, it would be our pleasure to have you do so. And they're used to getting those calls. So Okay, uh, I fixed next, it. I fixed it. Okay. I fixed it. I, I thought did, we were uh, recording. 
superstar interviews and uh, who can I contact for reference? So we start talking oh, about yeah. superstar, superstar interviews. But, yep. Yeah, superstar interviews, but also, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I would say in every market, uh, the top agents in virtually every market are or were involved in one of our coaching programs. So, I mean, really finding agents who have been successful with one of our coaching programs is not difficult. Chances are, um, all the really all the top agents, I would say, certainly with our short sale training, and now a lot of them are coming back for our normal coaching programs, our traditional coaching programs, that's pretty much the life cycle I've been noticing. All right, so, oh, I love this question, Julie. Thank you for saving mm-hmm. this one. I seem to always go from great months to bad months. Why? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it all goes back to lead generation, and I would say the most obvious answer for most agents is you get a bunch of deals in contract, one, two, or five, depending on your level, and then you go take care of your deals, but you don't do any lead follow-up or lead generation, so the following month you're broke. So here's the analogy. I want you to imagine that you are the pilot of a jet, a 767, it doesn't matter what kind of plane, okay? So you are now the pilot. And your job is to obviously get the plane loaded, get the passengers situated, get the luggage taken care of, and then it's your responsibility, obviously, then to get those the passengers in the plane off the runway, get it up to altitude, and, and clearly you want to then get to your designation safely. So the question you have to ask yourself is when the plane is taking – when is it that you're using the most amount of fuel? When does it require the most effort? When does the jet actually expend the most energy – when it's loading the passengers or when it's trying to clear the runway. Now, if you've ever sat on a plane before, which I'm sure all of you have, you know that it's noisiest at takeoff, right? It's making the most, just, you know, the jets rattling, and when you're taking off off the runway, there's all that, you know, all that thrust, and you know what I'm talking about. So your business operates the same exact way. Depending on where you are in the cycle, you know, let's just say, for example, you're a newish agent, new as in your license is new or new as in you haven't been in the business for very long or new as you've been in the business for very long but you've never really gone anywhere. So you now have to be able to put in enough energy to clear the runway. So you're the pilot. You know you have to go throttle down. All four engines are going maximum throttle, and you're going to obviously want to take off, clear the end of the runway, and get up to altitude as fast as possible, Right. Now, what happens if that pilot decides as he's taking off, before he's cleared the end of the runway, to pull back on the throttle? If you're lucky, the plane's going to have to re-land safely again. If you, let's say, for example, the pilot clears the end of the runway, but, and he's gaining altitude, and then he decides to pull back on the throttle, same thing. Basically, you have to return to the airport, and you have to go through the whole same process again. What Julie was saying, lack of consistent lead generation, that's what it's about. It's lack of consistent lead generation. It's lack yeah, you're of on the gas, you're off the gas. On the gas, off the gas, depending on whether you feel like it, how busy you are, etc. Now, here's the amazing part. Once you reach, back to the jet pilot, once you've reached um, your altitude, 30,000 feet or whatever it is, what do the pilots do? They cut back on the throttle. Because once they've reached a certain level, these are, by the way, called stages of momentum, once you've reached a certain level, you really can throttle back a little bit. It, it doesn't require the same level of effort. It doesn't require the same level of energy. And once you're at that cruising altitude, you can pull back a little bit. But so many of you have never actually cleared the runway. In other, in other words, you've never gotten to that cruising altitude where things are easier, where they do come faster, where you do make a heck of a lot more money. For those of you who are at the cruising altitude, notice we said you do have to keep the throttle on. This is not as much energy as you needed when you were taking off. But if you pull too far back on the throttle, that plane is going down, <laughs> isn't it? This is the way it works in your real estate business. So, Julie, I'm getting notifications that the show Mm -hmm. for today is coming to an end. We are going to get back to the topic that we started earlier this week about how to get unstuck and staying motivated every day. We're going to get back to that on Monday. In the meantime, if you guys need to get a hold of us, if you'd like to call in uh, on Monday, you can call 347-857-1195. In the meantime, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. See you guys next week. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.